You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. Hello and welcome back to the Early Night Show Virtual Edition or the Corona Cabaret. My name is Joshua Turchin, and thanks so much for being with us today. Emerson Steele from Violet and Parade at Lincoln Center is here. Alexa LaSanta from The Sound of Music and Annie is here. Ariana Pereira from School of Rock is here. And we are going on with the show with the amazing Rising Stars Performance Academy. So please stick around. Welcome to the Early Night Show. Thanks for joining us today. We have a really exciting week in the theater world. I wrote a new musical called The Perfect Fit, which premiered last year at Tony Award-winning producer Ken Davenport's Rave Theater Festival. We had an amazing time, got great reviews from the New York Times, Wall Street Journal, New York Post, and more, and won a couple of awards. I had just been cast in Forbidden Broadway and wanted to write a couple more songs for the show. And earlier this year, I finished. We started planning with Broadway Records, one of the top Broadway record labels, to record a studio album. But then COVID happened and Broadway paused. Now, I wrote the show to create opportunities for teens and adults in theater and didn't want us to stop that goal. So we got back with Broadway Records and my music supervisor, Dan Garman, and we figured out a way to record the entire EP remotely, where we all recorded our tracks separately, including each layer of our orchestrations. So on Friday, July 17th, we are making history with Broadway Records' release of six song selections from The Perfect Fit on iTunes, Amazon Music, and wherever else you can buy digital music. And we are the first EP to be recorded entirely remotely during quarantine. We are also having a live celebration on July 17th at 7 p.m. on Broadway Podcast Network's Live Town Hall. Check out their YouTube for the live stream and join us for some fun interviews and music. Speaking of music, I'm so thrilled to welcome back my friend Alexa Santa to Break Free with me. Here's Breaking Free from High School Musical. Break. 
Thank you so much for singing with me, Alexa. Make sure to check out Alexa on our Instagram at AlexaLaSanta. I remember seeing my next guest performing at the Tonys when I was a little younger, and I was totally amazed by her talent. I'm so happy to welcome Emerson Steele to the Early Night Show. Hi, Emerson. Hi, Joshua. Hi, I'm so happy to have you on the show today. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited to be here and be talking to you. Thank you. I remember watching the Tony Awards and seeing you on there in Violet feeling completely inspired. How long were you involved with Violet prior to the Broadway run? First of all, thank you so much. That is so sweet. Uh, I actually auditioned for a one night only concert of Violet uh, back in 2013. I auditioned completely on a whim. I had no representation, nothing. My friend told me about the audition and my mom was like, you should go. And I ended up two callbacks later booking it. And I did the one night only concert version at Encore City Center. And then after that, I was like, okay, cool. That was like the coolest opportunity I've ever had. And went back to Georgia where I'm from. And three or four months went by and I just continued about my normal life. And then I got a call uh, in no early November that uh, they wanted me to transfer to Broadway and that the show was going to Broadway and they wanted me to come with it, which was insane. And I was like, is this real life? Like, how does this just happen? With such an all-star cast attached to the show, what did you learn from working with such an incredibly talented co-stars? I mean, I could say so much about what they taught me in regards to acting, what my director taught me, what everybody taught me. But I think the main thing, just as a human being, they all taught me that you can have such success in your career and be well known and have people screaming your name. And at the end of the day, you can lead a normal life and you can continue to be so humble and grounded and really care about human connections. And it's not just all about work. Right. I know that you're in college at NYU now. How has your previous Broadway experience prepared you for college? Yeah, I, uh, I'm not in a theater program at NYU, so I don't know if there was anything there that could have helped me, you know, in uh, talent-wise or whatever. But with, uh, I'm in Gallatin where I'm creating my own major, and you have to be so self-sufficient and independent and such a self-starter. And I think being in a Broadway show at such a young age and, you know, kind of gaining that independence earlier than most and learning just to kind of do your homework whenever you have a spare minute. I, I will say in college, I have never pulled an all-nighter. and. It, my freshman year, like I, I would watch my roommates and be like, oh my gosh, they're up so late. But it was just because I would get my work done right when I woke up, in between classes. My brain shuts off at 9 p.m., so I had to get it done before then. Uh, so definitely the independence part more than anything. When COVID paused Broadway and the world, how were you impacted? Well, aside from going back to Georgia because at the time it was a little bit safer to come back down here. It's not anymore. Uh, and, uh, you know, I was starting to really get some really great auditions and start to really, you know, make connections with casting directors again after moving back to New York, after the Broadway stint and everything. I uh, otherwise was not really affected. I 
kind of got my priorities straight down here and it's almost been a good thing, but I will say beyond anything else, I was really excited for some of my friends who were going to be having their first lead roles on Broadway, who were starting in new shows. And so it's affected me more in the sense where I wish so badly they could have had their moment this year, but it's gonna be next year and that's totally okay. How have you been able to stay connected to the arts during this crazy time? I've been really lucky that I have been asked to do uh, a few readings of different friends' pieces that they've been writing over uh, the quarantine and uh, or before then. And I've also gotten to do a lot of virtual cabarets, which has been awesome. And I've gotten to explore different characters that way and use different parts of my voice that I haven't before. Uh, and then I also take a weekly acting class, which I've been taking since February. And that has been awesome just to stay in practice, to keep, you know, memorizing stuff is a tool. And if you don't constantly kind of have that, you lose it. So it's been good to still have that kind of artistic uh, area to live in. When Broadway reopens, is there one show that you can't wait to see? There's so many, uh, but I, I will say I was so fortunate. I, I got to see the second preview of Miss Stoutfire, and I absolutely loved it. I wanted so badly to go see it again the next day. It was that good. And so when Broadway closed, I was like, oh, I want to get my family up here to go see it. It's such a wonderful family show. So I would love to see Mrs. Doubtfire again and bring some family along with me. Oh, and do you have any dream parts for shows that you would love to play in the future? No, I, I think a lot of the dream roles I have are either Jean Valjean, so male roles, or um, which, hey, it can be done. Or roles like Diana in Next to Normal, where I need to be at least 20 years older than I am now. But aside from that, uh, The Humans, which is a beautiful play. Uh, the role of Bridget Blake, who is a little bit more in my age range. I would love to play that role. And then also my friend Taylor uh, has been writing such an extraordinary play. And I really hope that I get to go somewhere with it and that it gets to have kind of a pre-Broadway tryout or something of that sort. Oh, and would you like to sing a song for us today? Absolutely. I will be singing Grow As We Go by Ben Platt. What made you choose that song? It, the words have really spoken to me ever since it came out. I, obviously it's about being in a relationship and, you know, being the person who is the optimistic one and the one who, uh, you know, is hopeful for the relationship. And I feel like I've been in that place a lot in friendships and in romantic relationships. And so the words have just always, oh, they make me cry. I think they're so beautiful. And it's just such a lovely, lovely song and gives such hope to everybody. Well, I'm so excited to hear you sing the song. Here we go. They say there's so much you don't know. You need to go and find yourself. You don't think you'll find it tight 
but I've got so much left to learn. I don't know how this river runs, but I'd like the company through every twist and turn. Who said it's true that the growing only happens on our own? They don't know me and you. I don't think you have to leave if to change is what you need. You can change right next to me. much emerson make sure to check out her instagram at emerson steel to hear some of her incredible covers my next guest toured the country in the school of rock broadway national tour i'm so happy to welcome ariana Pereira to the early night show hi ariana hi i'm so happy to have you on the early night show thank you so much for having me i know you're also from south florida right yes is that where you auditioned for the broadway national tour of school of rock Actually, I auditioned in multiple places. I actually auditioned in Orlando as well as New York. That's so cool. What was yeah. your experience like touring the country in the show? It was phenomenal. It was a great experience. If you ever have a um, chance or opportunity to tour, I would 100% take it. It's such a wonderful experience. You get to travel with a bunch of lovely people who become a great family to you, and it's just wonderful. It's great. I was on tour, too, in A Christmas Story, and... After like a couple of like, I would say like a month or so, or when you first start the tour, everyone becomes your like family for yeah. for how however long the tour is, and you all get to stay connected during the tour and after the tour as well, which is really cool. When you were on the tour, did you have a favorite city? 
my favorite city would have to be any of the Florida cities because I got to stay close to home. But also Seattle, I thought was pretty cool. It was really nice. So, yeah. I never got to go to Seattle on tour when I was in the Christmas story, but it seems like such a cool place to be. Yeah, there was a lot of cool tourist attractions and um, it was a really good time and really fun. So, yeah. How long were you on the tour for? Almost like a year, about 11 months. Like, after you were done with the tour, how was it adjusting back to reality from tour life? It was a little hard. I mean, I eventually adjusted, but it was a little difficult at the beginning, but then you kind of mellow into it. Well, speaking of adjusting, how have you been staying connected to the arts during this intermission due to COVID? Well, I've been continuing to do self-tapes and voice lessons and dance classes and acting classes to continue to, you know, learn and practice perfecting my craft and for when this intermission is over. Oh, and would you like to sing a song with me today? Of course. What song would you like to sing and why did you select the song? I am singing Don't Rain On My Parade, from the Glee version. And I sing this song because it really shows that like the empowerment of like how singing could do so much. And like, it's really a really powerful song. So I, that's why I chose it. Well, I'm so, so excited to hear you sing the song. Don't tell me not to live, just sit and putter. Life's candy and the sun's a ball of butter. Don't bring around a clown to rain on my parade. Don't tell me not to fly, I simply got to. If someone takes a
you. Thank you so much, Ariana. That was so great. Like most of us, students from around the country were in shows rehearsing and had to stop because of the coronavirus. Today, I'm so excited to feature an incredible South Florida Performance Academy who regrouped and figured out a way to help student performers go. On with the show. Rising Stars Performance Academy in South Florida was planning on holding their annual summer camp experiences to allow children to hone their singing, acting, dancing, and performance skills. However, when COVID caused an extended intermission, founder Vanessa Valentin figured out a safe way to allow the students to continue to learn and perform. Hi, everyone. Hi. I am so excited to have you all on the early night show. How has it been to rehearse online as opposed to rehearsing in person? It has definitely been a challenge. We really had to plan and really be detailed with our uh, execution of, you know, how we were going to um, teach each, you know, individual section. And uh, it was definitely a challenge. It was um it was not easy. We had to figure a lot of things out technology-wise, um, you know, kinks that we encountered uh, with even just reversing the mirror reflection and making sure that when we're learning dances and stuff that we weren't learning the wrong direction. And sometimes it can get confusing. Sometimes the settings were not always right. So, you know, we had to go through a lot of trial and error before um, we, we got it down to a science, but eventually we got it all down and it was, uh, it was a blessing to be able to do it. Have you been able to have any rehearsals in like person? Yes, um, right at the very beginning, I think after our first week of rehearsing online, we were really proud of ourselves and we had accomplished so much. Um, we were amazed at you know, how well the kids were doing and, and the, the positivity. Um, but one of the kids you know, said, you know, it would really mean a lot if we could have at least one rehearsal in person. And I started thinking about that, you know, and I thought, well, you know, maybe we'll just get together and rehearse once a week for a couple of hours so that we can kind of put all of this that we're learning online into real life. And uh, it was it was an amazing experience. And it was uh, something that we will never forget. You know, you take for granted the things that you have that are, um, you know, your everyday opportunities and and uh, when you don't have them, you really start to realize how lucky you are. Um, when we first came to our first rehearsal, um, you know, we were all worried. Everybody's scared and, and we're washing hands and sanitizing constantly and keeping our masks on. Um, and we were all excited at first when we all got together. I mean, we were just so happy to see each other. But in the midst of rehearsing, we got very emotional. We got very emotional because um, the energy that you feel when you are around others is unlike nothing else in the world. And at that point, I realized that it was so important that we give our students the opportunity um, to really um, express themselves through their talents for their mental state, not just for fun. I mean, this is what we love to do. This is what makes us who we are. This is what we eat, sleep, and breathe. And to not be able to do that was very difficult. And then to be able to do that, even if it was just once a week and just for a few hours, to do that with the energy of everyone else, the happiness and the joy just lifted us to no end. Since all theaters are closed, where will you guys be performing? 
Well, we were lucky enough to uh, find out about a theater that was made, it was built uh, inside of one of the dance studios that are near us in our community. And uh, the owner of this dance company decided to, you know, create something where the students can still have a space to perform. And so when I heard about it, I contacted her and uh, she kind of felt the same way that we did. And we knew that this was something that was so important for our students that we had to do this. And so we rented out that theater and it's not going to be the same. I mean, we can't put on a regular production like we always have in the past. We can't have the beautiful sets and, and, and costumes that we would normally have and, and all the backdrops and all the fancy stuff that, you know, we love about uh, performing. But we felt that this was important enough for us to still put on and, and, and share with our families and, and loved ones. So we'll be recording ourselves in that space. What type of challenges have you had to overcome? Ah, do you guys want to comment? Anybody want to, <laughs> anybody want to share anything? Yes, Emma. Okay, uh, dancing with a mask is definitely really difficult. Come, come further, Emma. Come further. Um, <laughs> dancing with a mask is definitely really difficult. Obviously, it gets tiresome. You can't breathe as well. It's very hot. But honestly, I think I can speak for all of us when I say, we are all willing to do it as long as we can protect our peers and just have a good time doing what we love. Anybody else want to share? I think online rehearsal was a real pain. Only <laughs> 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 well, for him though, because his connection was. <laughs> Talk about what he. What did we experience every time he was saying his lines? He's like, like a robot in a zombie. So because sometimes Wi-Fi connection, depending on the home, wasn't always great. Uh, some of the students were always lagged, or you know, they were trying to read their lines out loud, and that's what. But <laughs> so when I, was, when I was told about the first in-person rehearsal, I was very excited. <laughs> <laughs> I was actually going to be able to, you know, learn. <laughs> and definitely learning the definitely learning the dances online were really hard too, yeah. because like not only for us but for the choreographer having to do everything reversed, it was like whoa. Okay, it was really. It's also a challenge when you have to, you know, you have to make more of a commitment because you have to learn everything at home. You have to watch, we have a ton of videos of dancing and singing. We have a ton of videos that we have to watch over and over and over again to learn this choreography. And it's not as easy to do that and, you know, take that time to do on your own when you're not, you know, meeting up every day. So it's a lot different, but you know, if everybody puts in that time and that commitment, then it's going to turn out great, and it's been going very, very well. Yeah, the energy of being in your room compared, like dancing by yourself yeah. compared to being with everyone else, is so different, yeah. and it makes uh -huh. such a huge difference. And that's kind of what I was like experiencing. So I was like, I don't know, this doesn't feel right when I was like doing the dance by myself, kind of in my room, trying not to bother everyone else in my household. <laughs> and then when we like had our first in-person rehearsal. It just, it came alive. Yeah. I'm not gonna lie, um, this cast, for some reason, like the uh, fastest I've been able to bond with. Yeah. I can say like 100% I've made a bunch of friends through this experience. Yeah. Yeah. Energy, yeah. The energy is just... Mm -hmm. Like literally the first day we came in, the first day we came in for our
all our yeah. new best friends. It was great. It was, and it I think was it was so just fun. that lack of like not communicating with people right. that we were like, okay, let's do this. Like, we're <laughs> best friends now. Yeah. There was no time to be shy. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> we got close in every visit in every aspect except physical. Yeah. 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 <laughs> How do you all think you've grown as performers? Oh, yeah. oh, yes. Oh, absolutely. Yes, sir. I can absolutely say that um, this, uh, Vanessa has helped me personally a lot in um, actually owning up to my talents, I guess you can say, and really showing what I can do. And I can say, if I can speak for all, like everyone else too here has been able to shine. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I, I mean, and yeah, when we first like heard about, I'm sure I speak to all of us when I say like when we first heard about like coronavirus and everything closing, we were probably all devastated because yeah, theater is what we eat, sleep, and breathe, and Ooh. so the fact that we got to do this is really exciting. And yeah, and there was all thanks to Miss Vanessa. Yeah, yeah. Yes. I feel like also there was one day specifically where we are one of our few rehearsals in person where we just sat down in a circle, distance, and um, just talked to each other and got to learn more about each other and hear each other's stories and connect. And I think that really helped because then when we did the show, um, you know, all the things again, it really made us more together and connected. And I feel like that really like mended our cast bonding even though it was really difficult at first because it was electronic yeah yes it's like online dating but <laughs> <laughs> how can our viewers and listeners watch the rising stars review of greece oh well we're going to be sharing it with our families and, and friends but um we will certainly be posting clips up on our website for everyone to enjoy as well in addition to Greece, I know that Rising Stars continues to give back to the community through a program called Singing for Seniors. Can you tell us a little about it? Yes, absolutely. Um, so right at the start of the corona uh, virus happening when we started, uh, uh, when it was demanded that we were to quarantine, um, we started hearing a lot about how the elderly were, were unable to get visitors from their family members because it was too much of a risk. So that means that um, not only are they living in a facility that's not their homes, but they're also not able to visit with their family members, the only people that they have left in their lives. And that was very um, touching. Um, it was um, sad to see that so many people were going through so much and then had to do it alone. And we just, you know, we've always been an academy that loves to give back to it. We're very active in the community. Um, we believe very, very strongly in using our talents to give back to others um, and to bring joy. And so um, I saw someone mention something on Facebook about how, uh, you know, these people in the uh, facilities weren't able to see their family members. And we thought, oh my God, we can, sing virtually and put on some virtual concerts and then we can have conversations with them um so i started asking a bunch of my students you know who would like to participate who would like to help and i have this one student who was amazing uh sophia high she took charge and overnight she was like miss b i was so touched by this whole idea and she's like and i couldn't sleep she's like so basically she was up to four o'clock in the morning she created a nonprofit organization called singing for seniors 
And, uh, and basically she was like, I want to do everything that you just said and more. And so we have been working tirelessly. Um, we've been putting on two to three concerts a month. Um, it's been an, an incredible experience. And so basically our students sign up and uh, we sing songs that are of their generation and we put on a show for them virtually every month. It's really incredible. That's amazing. And thank you all so much for doing so much for the theater community and for people stuck at home. Definitely. Thank you. Thank you. We're, we're, we're so happy that you're doing what you're doing as well. I mean, we all have to, you know, do our part and um, we're just grateful that we have this opportunity. What do you guys think about giving our early night show audience a sneak peek of the Grease Review? Oh, yeah. Cool. Yeah. Here we go. Make sure to follow Rising Stars at Rising Stars Music and Performance to watch the amazing musical review of Greece. You can also tune into their website, which is risingstarsmusic.com. Thanks again to Rising Stars and our other special guests, Emerson Steele, Alexa LaSanta, and Ariana Pereira. If you're a student whose show was canceled, please send us a link to a video of you singing to earlynightshowcasting at gmail.com and may get a chance to go on the show. Also, please check out my TikTok at Joshua Turchin and look for some of my accompaniment videos. Record duet and use the hashtag SingWithJosh and may get featured on the Early Night Show. If you're enjoying these virtual cabarets, please consider making a donation to the Actors Fund's Emergency Relief 
Family Fund at www.actorsfund.org to support people working in the entertainment industry who have suddenly found themselves out of work. Any bit helps. You can also find The Early Night Show on the Broadway Podcast Network, wherever podcasts are found, and videos for episodes online on theearlynightshow.com. And let's keep entertaining. Any artists who want to be virtual guests, send me a direct message on my Instagram, at Joshua Turchin, and let's keep making music to help the world. Stay healthy and wash your hands. Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theatre Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theatre professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the RISE Theater Directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E dot org because only together we rise.